It is my great pleasure to preach here today at Kobe Union Church. My name is Ted Kitchen. I am a missionary and teacher at Keime Gakuin Junior and Senior High School here in Kobe and a long-term member of this church. It is somewhat ironic that though I preach often in Japanese during chapel services at my school, this is the first time for me to preach during a regular service here at KUC. After hearing me speak today, I hope you will realize, as I believe, that God is behind everything that happens to us and will always lead us in the right direction. Today, I want to speak about sleep and dreams. From a very young age, I have been fascinated by the state of sleep. It has always been a mysterious and appealing state of existence for me. When we talk about dreams, we think of two different aspects. One is the actual, the actual dreaming we experience during REM sleep or rapid eye movement sleep. And the other is what we dream of, what we hope can be accomplished in our lives. Today, I mainly want to think about the importance of our life of sleep. But first, let me say a little about what I hope for, dream for. You may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. Do you know who said these words? Yes, John Lennon of the Beatles. He wasn't the most religious guy, but he was a humanist who cared for all people and was a peacemaker. He is one of my favorite people. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation when we will not be judged by the color of, well, where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Who said this? Yes, Martin Luther King Jr. in his famous I Have a Dream speech. He gave this speech in August 56 years ago, but in many ways we are still far from actualizing his dream in the U.S. and in many parts of the world. I grew up in Tokyo as a missionary kid and attended Tokyo Union Church. So ever since I was a child, I only knew about being interdenominational and international. Believing in Jesus frees us from being Jew or Gentile, slave or free, men or women, as it says in Galatians. We can be proud of our roots, but the most important thing is knowing that we are all the same human beings and nothing should keep us apart. I believe the church and churches like KUC are places where we can start to realize the dream of a world where people from all nations and cultures live accepting and respecting each other. I believe that the power of God's Holy Spirit and believing in Jesus Christ can unify all of humankind. I also have dreams on the personal level, as I'm sure you do. 
These dreams are the things that motivate us and help us to enjoy life more. Let me give you one example. I am a runner. Why do I run? It's the same reason people climb mountains, because they can. I run because I can, and it makes me feel good, and it helps me to meditate. I have had ups and downs in my running career, and recently I am not running as much as I would like due to injuries caused by aging. But running is still a big part of my life. By running, I feel I can be more thankful for my life, and it helps me to glorify God. One dream I have is to run, maybe walk, from Kyushu to Hokkaido after I retire. Next, I want to reflect on actual sleep and dreams. We live, or should live, a good third of our lives sleeping. This important part of our lives has been ignored by many people and societies for a long time. Growing up, I always enjoyed and sometimes feared my dreams. I wish now that I had written some of them down in detail because they would make some really great stories. Each person is different, but I tend to have dreams that have themes related to what I have experienced the day before. It is hard to decide how much what we dream is inspired by God. However, as we read just now about Joseph's dreams, I believe God sometimes uses dreams to communicate with us. Let me tell you about one of my dreams I had after first coming to Kobe many years ago in 1982. I was staying at Morse Saito's house. Some of you remember him, I'm sure. He was a Methodist missionary and a long-term member of this church. At his house, he had a picture book called Pikadon, which was about the atomic bombing of Hiroshima. After reading the book that night, I dreamed that I was there in Hiroshima witnessing the bomb. My best friend, who was also there, melted in front of me. More than anything else, I felt intense pain. Though, of course, I wasn't really there. I think I felt the real pain of those who were there and died. Upon waking, though from the first time I visited the Peace Memorial Museum in Hiroshima when I was 11, I have been strongly against nuclear weapons. I felt that God had enlightened me just that much more to be actively involved in eliminating nuclear weapons. There are many occurrences in the Bible when God speaks to people through dreams. One famous example is known as Jacob's Ladder. Do you know the song? Sing with me. We are climbing Jacob's ladder. Can't hear you. We are climbing Jacob's ladder. We are climbing Jacob's ladder. 
soldiers of the cross. Jacob dreams that he is in a place that connects earth to heaven and realizes that the Lord is his personal God who will protect him. God also communicated with Jesus' father, Joseph, in dreams. God spoke to jo Joseph in a dream, and he was able to accept and understand Mary's pregnancy and that it was an act of God. God also communicates with us through visions and prayers. What started, off, what started me off being in Japan was my mother. I don't know if it was in a dream or not, but my mother told us that God spoke to her when she was 12 and told her that she should be a missionary in Japan. I think that's pretty amazing. We need to be on the outlook and be in prayerful communication with God so that we don't miss any of God's messages. Now, I would like to refer to today's Bible passage. The story of Joseph has always been one of my favorite Bible stories. I will summarize the story today, but I strongly recommend that you read the whole story. It starts at Genesis chapter 37 and goes to the end of Genesis chapter 50. This story has also been a musical and is also a very good animated movie. Joseph is a role model for us because he had a strong faith in God and believed that no matter how bad things can get at times, God will be there for us and will always take care of us. We need to continually ask God to help us and never give up because he never gives up on us. We read how Joseph was treated as the favorite son of Jacob and his arrogant attitude as he told his brothers and father about his dreams. This led to his brothers hating him so much and wanting to kill him. They ended up selling him to slave dealers going to Egypt. But they told Jacob he was killed by wild animals. Fortunately, Joseph not only had the gift of dreaming, but also could interpret people's dreams. In Egypt, he became known as someone who could interpret dreams. And the king, the pharaoh of Egypt, heard about this. The pharaoh had some disturbing dreams and called on Joseph to tell him what they meant. The pharaoh dreamed of seven fat cows eating grass next to the Nile River, and then seven thin cows coming out of the river and eating up the fat cows. He also dreamed that seven fat ears of grain ate up seven thin ears of grain. Joseph was able to understand his dreams and told him it meant that there would be seven years of good harvests followed by seven years of famine. 
The Pharaoh was so impressed by Joseph and his abilities that he decided to make him the prime minister in charge of disaster prevention. Joseph had the country store extra grain each year, and sure enough, after seven years, a famine began in Egypt and places near there. Joseph's family had to eventually come to Egypt because they were starving. And Joseph gave them food and shelter and special treatment and saved them. Therefore, the dreams that Joseph had that we read about came true. All his family members bowed down in gratitude before him. This story tells us how God uses, uses circumstances that we cannot always understand, but will always protect us. We need to trust in God no matter what. I'd like to end my sermon with an appeal. Please sleep and dream more. In education today, children do not learn very much about the benefits of sleep in keeping us healthy. In my college days many years ago, I took a course called Sleep and Dreams. It was very interesting. We did experiments at night, hooking up electrodes to people's heads and observing them as they slept. However, the science of Sleep and Dreams has greatly advanced since then with more knowledge of neurology and technical improvements, such as using computers and MRI machines. I just recently read a book by Matthew Walker, a neuroscientist, called Why We Sleep. It taught me many things that I and everyone should know. For example, did you know that to stay healthy, people need to sleep at least seven hours every night. Sleeping more on weekends does not help. You can't catch up on the sleep you've lost. In our modern world, in developed countries, there is a sleep shortage crisis. In the U.S., more than 65% of the population fail to get the recommended seven to nine hours of sleep. And I am sure that many people in Japan are experiencing the same problem. Many things contribute to this lack of sleep problem. One example is the use of electrical lighting that makes it possible to extend our waking hours. And more recently, the use of blue light LED light bulbs and electronic devices such as iPads that emit blue light. This kind of light hinders our natural ability to fall asleep. In our deeper stages of sleep, we experience the remembering and forgetting that we need for learning. And this is when chemicals and hormones actively fight against problems of our modern age, such as obesity, diabetes, cancer, and Alzheimer's. In our REM dream sleep stage, 
we experience therapeutic calming that promotes good emotional and mental health. This is when we need to internalize the message from Jesus that states, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. REM sleep also is the stage that promotes creativity and problem solving in our minds. We experience most of our REM sleep towards the end of our sleep period. So cutting the sleep time short can greatly damage us. I hope you will leave today feeling a stronger desire to sleep and dream. Not during sermons, of course, but at night. And I really do hope that all our dreams come true. I believe if we trust in God, everything will turn out all right. Let us pray. Dear God, I thank you for this opportunity to preach here at KUC, my home church. May each of us here try harder to pursue our dreams and help others around us. We thank you for the health that you give us, but give us the wisdom to live healthier lives so that we can continue to share your love and glorify your name. In Jesus Christ's name I pray, amen.